Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is up? What is up? What's happening, everybody? And welcome into episode 143 of the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight I'm joined by a very special guest. His name is his name is Bryant Koleski, and he is here to talk about the South Alabama Jaguars. South has jumped up, jumped off to a five and one start. Uh, look like they look like team and team and in program history so far, and they have a big matchup tomorrow night with the Troy Trojans, who are five and two. And this is a big-time matchup for the Sun Belt, Sun Belt West standings. If South wins this game, they can take dominant, dominant control uh, and, and seal their fate uh, in, in that west side over there, uh, which a lot of people feel like they should do. So, Bryant, man, how are you feeling tonight? Uh, big matchup coming coming to Mobile, Alabama tomorrow. Oh, I'm feeling great. Um, yeah, this is – Everything you want in a, in a rivalry game. I mean, to norm, like maybe to normal college football fans who probably don't who probably don't watch the group of five as much as they do the power five. I mean, mm-hmm. still in college football, like this this rivalry has become something since it started in 2012. And you know, Troy's won the, the past four, but with this with this South South team, this is a special team. I mean, this this team has energy. They have fire. They they play with intensity that. Really, I mean, I hadn't even seen in Alabama this year. I mean, mm. and, and and just what Coach Kane has has done with his program to turn it around in two years, being five and seven a year ago, and already got to five wins with a chance to become not only you know bowl eligible, but mm. take that take that step and getting to the conference championship. It is it is definitely a special time here in Mobile. Look. 
I'm from Mobile, Alabama. Um, I've, I've been on this earth 31 years, and to see this program, Kane and what he has done with it in just short amount of time, you know, with Coach Kane, how much does he to, to this program and this school and the community of, of what he has already built? I mean, he, he's the key to everything. I mean, yeah, yeah, the players, and, he, and he's brought the players together. I've never seen in all my years, like, and I'm only 22. I'll be 23 in December, and, I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't – been on this earth as long as you but like I've been around football a long time like through high school and through mm-hmm. you know I've seen I've seen it on you know television I've, I've and whatnot but I've never seen a group of guys this this together like they're a team the community they, they believe in this community they believe in and a lot of them are from this community I mean they have some transfers that have come over and helped but they fell in love with this community they chose Mobile for a reason I mean you have a hometown kid and for like a freshman like Braylon McReynolds I mean he means everything mm-hmm. in this community and Coach Kane is just – I mean, he's got this, these guys believing in everything that they do when they practice, when they – when I mean, when they travel. They just they just have like a fire and energy to them that you don't see in most teams today. I mean, they're not they're – not, they're not playing for – I mean, I mean, I know we just had a group of five team get into the college football playoff last year, but, I mean, it's still – I mean, it's still kind of impossible for a team like South. But mm-hmm. – but so they're not they're not playing for that, but they're still play. They still feel like they have something to play for as as far as this community and as far as the Sun Belt, and they have a chance to get to a really good bowl game this year. Um, last time I looked, um, Tulane, UCF, Cincinnati, and South are kind of the four that would, if one of them comes out like as number one ranked group of five team, they they'd face somebody in the Cotton Bowl, and so that that would mean a lot to this program. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, Brian, could you imagine South Alabama going to the Cotton Bowl? Uh, how amazing would that be? And it would, man, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, that, that would be something, especially. I think they've only, I can't remember since, I can't remember how long they've been a football program. I think it's 2009, and then they entered yeah. the FBS a couple of years later, mm-hmm. and they've only been to one bowl game. And they've mm-hmm. never had a winning season. And I know in a couple weeks, if they win tomorrow night and they win next week against Arkansas State, that'll already be a historic season. And they're like in their eyes, they've already, they've already achieved having a winning season. But they can, but they know that they can reach for much farther than that. And I think that's, and they can strive for much more than that. And I think that's what makes mm-hmm. this team special. I mean, they just they just believe. Yeah, I mean, percent in the way you just put that, man, it 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 hit the nail on the head. And you know, they went out they went out to California, man. Paid the trip, correct? I did. See, see, um, for people out there, you know, you know, who might not know me or or just getting to know me, I I am a student here at South. Um, I'm majoring in like sports mm-hmm. journalism. I want to cover sports. I want to do stuff like this. I want to write. I want to talk and be around sports and I when I first enrolled at South I um got the opportunity to join the video team the you know, videos for coaches use and the mm-hmm. practices and games and so I got to travel out there and my first season doing this which is which I'm very grateful to them let me do this but That's awesome. That's awesome I mean the they and the, and the team was just really loose they didn't seem nervous at all they didn't and they and they came out with an intensity with with intensity and they didn't. They didn't see. 
UCLA, whether they're a power five school or not, they didn't see UCLA as far superior to them. They didn't see them mm. like they, they didn't go in there expecting just just to get a check and, and go out with, you know, a complimentary L. I mean, or complimentary loss. I mean, they went in there trying to win. Yeah. And that's really what what really what kept them in the game. And they were leading leading up until two seconds left to go in the game. That would mean that was it. So Yeah. Was, I mean, yeah, man. Like, Sorry, like man. how big – no, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good, man. Uh, I, I was just going to ask you, how how big was that for this program? It was a close loss. How big was it to go out there and play – you know, hey, Chip Kelly has coached in a national championship game, okay? And he has turned UCLA football around. They're a top-10 team. I mean, it's really – I mean, I don't want to say it's a, I mean, it's a program changer at this point. I mean, just what mm-hmm, they're doing mm-hmm. right now, the, the whole entire season is a program changer. I mean, they, they beat Mississippi State back in 2016. I remember that game. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that game on television. And But for them to – come like the struggles last year, and they were a 15-point underdog, and they were – but they, they didn't play like it. They didn't – I mean, they weren't tense the entire trip. They were loose. They were having fun in California. I mean, with the sightseeing we did and the places we got to go and whatnot, they were they were loose. They were having fun, and I think that's just what contributed to it. I mean, they didn't they didn't feel they didn't have anything to lose in going into that game, and they and I think they gained a lot. They gained a lot mm-hmm. of respect, and they gained a lot of uh, momentum going forward, especially when the next few weeks. Now they now they they've beaten La Tech. They've beaten really the defending Sun Belt champs, the Cajuns, in their house for the first time. Mm-hmm. Ever, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. it was the first time in five years that they've beaten occasions, but it was the first time ever that they had beaten them at mm-hmm. uh, Lafayette, and so it was just it was just a bunch, bunch of momentum. And then they go in, they got they got a break going into. I mean, they had that momentum going into the bye, and then they had that momentum coming into the ULM game, and now it's just built up this momentum and this hype that's around this this uh, battle of the belt. I mean, it's, it's going to be – the atmosphere tomorrow is going to be insane. I, I hope so, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> insane. Uh, Brian, right before we come on, that it is a sellout. And exactly. that is – that's first. the first one that I can remember for South Alabama, man. And and like we said, the community is coming together. I mean, it's it's, mag- it's magical, man. And, and I'd like to see them the um, community of Mobile – do this. I mean, and, and that was something that I think has been talked about is the struggle, you know, the struggle the past few years getting people to games and whatnot. And I, and COVID, mm. I think COVID, I think had a lot to do with that because the new brand new stadium opened the COVID. I think it, I think it was the year before. I don't remember if it was 2019 or 2020. It was, I think it was the COVID year that the stadium officially mm-hmm. opened. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have as many fans as they wanted to, especially like in the grand opening. I mean, but but now seeing this team be as successful as they are and, and playing for this community, I mean, it's really just – I mean, I even like the, like, the logo – like the logos on the helmets. They, instead of Sometimes instead of saying mm-hmm. South Alabama, they say, they say Mobile. They, they have the mm-hmm. city outline and the battleship and just – and not only that, but they recognize the city's history with Mardi Gras and everything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just fun. I mean – this team might not be like SEC. They may not be, you know, anything like that. But I mean, they they've created a atmosphere and around Mobile that 
I mean, it's just fun and it's just awesome to be a part of. I agree. I agree a hundred percent that them playing uh, kind of in the same time or sandwiched in between Auburn and Alabama really hurts. It is hard to grow the brand of South Alabama because you are in the middle of the iron bowl and, you know, (laughs) you know, it's the biggest rivalry in college football. We both know that, Uh, you know, we have experienced (laughs) it and, it is, uh, you know, it's hard to build the brand of South Alabama. And that was one thing I always used to tell people is, you know, it it hurts and it's hard to get people to the stadium but of the of the time that they play. And, um, you know, you, you're right in the middle of an Alabama-Tennessee game or, you know, <laughs> an Auburn-Georgia at 2.30 and it bleeds into that, into that time slot with South. And it's, 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 it's really hard to do that. But what they have done is they have managed to win football games. And I think people are starting to kind of turn their head and they're saying, hey, you know, like we put, like, we put a guy like Jalen Tolbert in the NFL last year. Yep. And you've got other playmakers this year who are extremely talented. And there could there could be even more talent going into the NFL. And so now people in this community are starting to heads going, heads going, hey, you know, not only are they winning, they're starting to they're starting to put people into the NFL and not just off of free agency contracts. Yeah, and um what I'll say is they like speaking about like the Iron Bowl and South, I mean, and I think what helped, especially South, and I, and I and I hated the team left, but I mean it was because of a city issue. But the the Mobile, the Bay Bears leaving Mobile, yeah, and going to Huntsville, I think that really kind of helped South as far as okay, we're the only like out, outside of like high school football and high school athletics, we're really the only thing that that Mobile has as far as sports wise, and I think absolutely. And I think it helps. I mean, because Mobile doesn't have now they don't they don't have a professional baseball team anymore. They don't have, you know, they 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 were going to try a minor league football team, but that got mm-hmm. they got um, discarded. And I think it just really helped this community knowing that South, you know, South cares about this like about the, the city of Mobile and the community despite putting the stadium on campus. I mean, the, the stadium is beautiful, and and I mean, it's just this. This community, like I, like I said before, this community and has really, I think they've really sort of like uh, Coach Kane and the players and staff have really started to wake up the community and really like show them that, that South Alabama can can be a, a factor in the city. And, mm, yeah. I, I, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, man. And, and Bryant, man, when I look at this game, Troy comes in five and two. Uh, they played a a, a top ten Ole Miss team, and and Ole Miss couldn't even score thirty points on them. All right, they yeah. they, they beat Troy twenty eight to ten. Uh, they got a stout defense. I know that. I know that. I don't even think they've allowed a a, a team to get to thirty points. This, uh, um, and I think the only we, we know, I think the only team that got to thirty points on them was App State, and that was just because of the okay. hail mary that they gave up at the end. I don't that, know if you if you saw the highlight yeah. of that game. Yeah, but, that, but their only right. two losses right. coming against you know um, Ole Miss, who's a top ten team, and then mm-hmm. App State, who beat A and M, and you know App State yeah. hasn't been great since that point, but they still beat Troy, and Troy's got a good, de- got a really good defense. Um, 
I haven't really mm-hmm. brushed up on all their players and whatnot. I really kind of focus on our group of guys. I know that the mm-hmm. offense for South this year, compared to last year, and I know, you know, the starting quarterback last year, Jake Bentley, who transferred in from South Carolina, got hurt. And it really kind of hit, like, hindered the season. But this year with Carter Bradley transferring and – I mean, not only like quarterback play has been better, but offensive line has been playing. They, I think I saw something today where out of 20, like they've been giving out midseason awards, and mm-hmm. I saw where the offensive line got out of 22, 22 offensive line groups, South was one of them to get like the Joe Moore award. Really? Like they were getting recognized by, by that, and I think I think they could be nominated for that comes the season in, like offensive line play has been better. Running uh, running back play has been better with LaDamian Webb and Marco Lee being a, mm-hmm. a really, you know, two-headed monster. And then mixing in Braylon Reynolds, who's a who's a fresh who's just a freshman and as athletic as, as can be. And then the receivers, I mean, where do I start with them? I mean, you, you think <laughs> with, with a guy like Jalen Tolbert going into the NFL and you lose that kind of talent. You think, you know, that'd be hard mm-hmm. to replace, but it, it really just hasn't – I mean, they really haven't missed a beat. I mean, offense averaging 40, 462 yards a game, averaging 36 points a game. I mean, um, Carter just broke broke single-season game passing record for South just this past weekend with 420 yards mm-hmm. passing. I mean, Jalen Wayne, Colin Lacey, Devin Voison. I mean, those, those receivers have been – have been killing it this year. And then there's not really just one guy, too. They're all getting, like, their opportunities and they're taking advantage of them. And the, de- and the defense really hasn't been, a, hasn't been a problem either. It's just the offense compared to where to where it was last year to where it is now. I mean, it's a huge difference. And I think that's really been the difference maker for South this year is they're able to score points. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean we see, you know, college football shifting towards the offensive side of the ball. I mean, you saw it. And Alabama and Tennessee, I mean, Alabama, who was supposed to have the best defense in the country coming in this year, got had a 50-burger hung on them by Hendon Hooker and that Tennessee offense. And so, like, the C-South offense get to, to that point, I mean, it's just – and the defense is going to be stout, I know. I mean, you got um, – the secondary is loaded with talent. The pass rush is loaded with talent. I mean, start with Darrell Luter Jr., who is, who is probably going to be – if there's a if there's a guy that gets that, that takes that step like Jalen Tolbert and gets drafted high, it's probably him. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I saw. I was looking on Mel Kuyper's. I, I don't look at it too often because I I don't really agree with some of his of his <laughs> rankings because <laughs> he says Will Levis is going to be the number one pick. But that's oh just, man, get that out of here. <laughs> that's not oh. that's not my that's not my opinion. But I mean. There, I mean, everybody's got yeah, one. So, but yeah, you better take had, that number nine in Crimson. He had uh, Luter Jr. like as at one of his top ten defensive backs, and I think that's special. I mean, wow, you, know, you have a guy like him to to really rise up and and help lead this team on defense. And guys, other guys have stepped up on the defensive side of the ball. Um, yeah, Banks for a safe safety, he's really stepped up. Had a pick in the last game. I think he's had a pick in the last couple games. I think. Yep. And um, and then you have guys, uh, other guys in the defensive line like Jeremy, uh, Jamie Sheriff, and Brock Higdon. I mean, those guys just get after it. And I mean, this like 
And this is like one of the most talented groups South has ever had. And, and they're showing it on the field. I mean, this isn't. Mm-hmm. So it's like I so said, Brian, a special team here at South. And I think that, you know, I think they can do some serious damage tomorrow night. I, I look at this Troy defense and they're really good. All right. They're, they're really good in the secondary, but. I look at their offense, Brian, and they don't score a lot of points, man. It, it yeah. really seems like they're really stagnant on offense and they have trouble moving the football. And and I think that could really hurt them tomorrow night. If you don't move the ball against the South Alabama team, you're in trouble. Exactly. And that's what, you know, um, ULM until the fourth quarter, I think we just kind of fell asleep a little bit in the fourth quarter of that game. But – like UCLA until until our defense was just really tired and couldn't move the ball, and Troy like they have they have trouble like you said they have trouble moving the ball and they had trouble moving the ball against Texas State that they get which was their last game they only won seventeen to fourteen against Texas State team that's really not all that good but I mean Sun Belt anything can happen mm-hmm. but and there's still a lot of season left but this this game it's the first time ever they've competed for the first place of a division. And I mean, this like even if even if South were to lose tomorrow or Troy were to lose tomorrow, there's still a lot of football left. But it does. Yeah. But it is like the most pivotal pivotal game of the season for both teams, and that's just it, everything you can ask for, you know, in this type of game. And and people will get to watch it tomorrow, not not just not just people at Hancock Whitney, but with how bad primetime football has been for the NFL, <laughs> the NFL, <laughs> and. Uh, I think the only other game tomorrow night is Georgia Tech, Virginia. But then you also have the MLB playoffs. But I think a lot of people will get to see South Alabama and and South Alabama will get some much much um earned respect tomorrow night. Well, Bryant, man, I wanted to ask you one more question, and that was what do you think South Alabama needs to do to win this football game? Do they need to create a couple turnovers? Uh, do they need to hit a couple big shots down the field? What does South Alabama need to do to beat the Troy Trojans tomorrow night? I think they just got to keep their defense all honest, um, be, be mm-hmm. two-dimensional on, on defense. I mean, the run game has been much better this year. It really gives them an opportunity to really kind of do what they want to on offense. If they want to – if they want to – if they want to go, you know – Run heavy, they can because they know they they know if they can take a deep shot down the field with those receivers and Carter Bradley, who has a cannon for an arm. I mean, he his arm is probably very underrated. I mean, because he's at South, he may not get a lot of well looks as far as NFL wise, but he's got a, a rocket of an arm. And but they just got to keep the defense honest for like um, for Troy and really just kind of be um, and not not be one dimensional. And then for defense, just defense just got to. Got to. Um, I don't think they really have to get any turnovers because of how stagnant Troy's offense has, has been. But they just, mm-hmm. they just got to keep them out of the end zone. <laughs> but I think, I think, it yeah, really, I, I think it really, I think the matchup really is like South offense against that Troy defense tomorrow. If if the, if if Troy can keep it a low low scoring game, that's when okay for South Alabama. That's when you know you're in trouble. But if, if South can can put up points and really force Troy to beat them on offense, then then I think it's 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 South cruising to the to the game to the end of the game. I wanted you to give me a score prediction. 
with as good as, as Troy's defense is, I don't think South will score too much on them. I don't think they'll hang 40 like they did against ULM, mm-hmm. but I do think they'll get in the 30s range. I'm going to go with 38-21 South Alabama. Uh, went by a couple by a couple touchdowns and really gives them some much another another momentum boost going to Arkansas State next week. So I was I'm kind of right there with you. I was thinking like 34 to 20, 35 to 21, something like that. You know, uh, right there around that two score range. I think South's offense uh, is just a little too good, and with Troy not being able to move the football, like I said. Uh, the South Alabama defense is is pretty pretty nice, man. And uh, I like South at home, and I like them to take uh, sole pos- sole possession of that of that West, man. And you know, year two of oh, it, yeah. and you could possibly be playing in the conference championship. How wild is that? That would mean that would be like. Not only would it probably su- submit su- submit uh, Coach Kane's legacy here at South, but also like. Him as a coach, I mean, he'll probably be here for a while, and and like he he loves his community, and man, that that would just be huge for this I mean, for this program from for the city. I mean, just seeing uh, some a uh, team from Mobile get national attention and get and I think they they received AP votes this past Sunday mm-hmm. to be in the top twenty five. I think they received three for like four points. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not yeah. really. I don't really know. Like, I'm not really. I don't really know the numbers as far as AP voting. I just, I mean, we all know the one that really matters is the playoff one. But, but I mean, they still though that was that's a huge, huge like step taken with this program, knowing that they're getting national attention. And if if UCLA can beat Oregon this week, which I think they will, I mean, I think it'll be a a a good game. I think that'll be a good game. I know you'll probably be pulling for Bo (laughs) Nix. In that game, but um, I, I, no comment. No comment. <laughs> hey, he's been hey, he's been he's, he's been having a sneaky good year since the Georgia game. Since the Georgia game, he's been kind of having a good year in the Pac-12. But no, he I has. He has man. If you if UCLA can can win tomorrow night and or not tomorrow night Saturday and South can, can win tomorrow night and and win in, and and not blowout fashion, but like and convince like in a statement win. I think South could. I think we could be looking at like for the first time ever the South Alabama Jaguars are ranked next week. Man, that would be special. That would be special. We need to start it off tomorrow night with a big time victory at home. At home, with at the wit, packed out, sold yes. out. That would be, that would be special, man. Special, man. Well, Brian, right. I wanted to uh, I wanted to let you have a chance right here. Let you have the floor, man. Drop any social media tags that you got, so my followers and my listeners can get at you uh, on Twitter, like I do. Okay, so well, I have a podcast of my own. I kind of shut it down mm-hmm. with the with school starting, trying to get back into the school. But um, when the playoff rankings come out, I'm gonna try to get back into it and, and start my podcast up again. It's called BS of BK. I just always when I came up with the name is because it sounded good with my initials, and I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm not very creative as far as that goes, but um, I, lo- I love doing this. Um, and mm-hmm. my social, my Twitter is Bryant Koleski twenty two at, at uh, Twitter. I mean, and and then Facebook Bryant Koleski and Instagram same thing. I mean, not many people with my name, so it's it should be easy to find. 
I heard that, man, with Bryant. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on today, man, and, and oh, talking no problem, South Alabama. Man. Yeah, man. Uh, and with that, we'll wrap this one up. And um, go Jags, and let's get a dub tomorrow night. We'll, we'll see, see you tomorrow night. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.